I've spent the last 30 years of my life as a dental professional, not just cleaning teeth, but educating patients about their oral health and how it's connected to their overall health. It wasn't until I got divorced and started working with a mobile dental company traveling to schools that I saw with my own eyes how bad the cavity situation actually is amongst our children. And it's heartbreaking to me, especially knowing dental disease is 100% preventable with proper daily home care. I've made it my mission to bring awareness to how we can change our mindset about our mouths and establish healthy habits that will keep our kids engaged and empower families to take the chore out of daily brushing and create fun memories and cavity-free kids. My name is Sherry Wirtz, and this is Healthy Mouth Movement 411. Join me and be part of the solution. Together, we can battle plaque and make a difference. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement. Today, we're going to talk about 10 simple steps to a healthy smile. The next time you look at a stranger, think about what is the first thing you look at them? Is it their smile? Is it their teeth? That's one of the reasons so many people want tooth whitening options and straight teeth. But there's so much more to a healthy smile than white straight teeth. The one way you can have a healthy, beautiful smile is take control of your oral health. And these are 10 steps you can do at home to improve your mouth. Number one, brushing. Brushing seems like the obvious step and something most of us do every day. If you follow me, you know that I talk about toothbrushing the most. Most people think they're doing a great job when they brush their teeth. The fact is, most people are not brushing long enough or brushing incorrectly. Dental professionals recommend that we do a thorough brushing two minutes twice a day, brushing our teeth on the outsides, the insides, the top sides, both the top and the bottom at a 45 degree angle towards our gums so the bristles sweep slightly below the gums while we're brushing the teeth. I always start at the same spot and end at the same spot so I know that I don't forget anything because I get sidetracked easily. Where you start is not as important as how you brush. You can start from the ear to the nose, the nose to the ear, making sure, again, that you're holding your toothbrush and just coming forward a little bit. Brush a couple of teeth at a time and sweep and brush teeth at a time. An electric toothbrush is 10 times more effective than a manual toothbrush. And it can get the surfaces a little easier. When you use a manual toothbrush and brush by hand, you can only do about 300 strokes per minute as compared to an electric toothbrush that you can brush 33,000 strokes per minute, especially a burst. You guys know I'm a burst ambassador and I love this toothbrush, but let's think about it. No matter which brush you choose, make sure that you take the time and brush properly. With a manual toothbrush, you actually have to do a circular motion. And with an electric toothbrush, you just angle it so it's getting below the gum lines and you kind of slide to the next tooth. That's what makes it a little bit more effective. Burst has two double-blind studies to show that it is actually 10 times more effective. And for me, it makes my teeth feel much cleaner. When I don't have my electric toothbrush and I use a manual toothbrush, usually in two days I get some bleeding and I can't wait to get my electric toothbrush back. Number two on the list, flossing. Once you master toothbrushing, whether you use electric or a manual toothbrush, you wanna make sure that you keep your mouth and body healthy. Brushing alone doesn't even come close to killing the bacteria in our mouths. But once you start, I recommend concentrating first on using either a regular floss, floss picks, water floss, or interdental brushes. There's still going to be bacteria in between your teeth, even though you're brushing. Shocking, right? So that's why flossing is the next logical step. It's a dental tool that can help protect your teeth from being damaged by the effects of plaque, bacteria, and the acids they produce. Flossing every day is important to remove that unwanted bacteria in those tiny, hard-to-reach crevices. 
Having a hard time getting motivated? There are alternatives like Waterpick. It's a fun, great option to use. And think about it. Every time you floss or brush correctly, you reduce that dreaded bad breath. So which do you do first, brushing or flossing? That's kind of a personal preference. I like to floss and then brush. Sometimes I'll brush, floss, then brush again. So just think about what it is that works for you and how much stuff you have in between your teeth. That's going to depend on how often you brush your teeth and whether or not you're being consistent. What's number three on the list? Brushing your tongue. Brushing your tongue removes additional bacteria that help improve not only the looks of your mouth, but also that bad breath again. There are also habits that you can do with your tongue that are important. Your tongue is such an important trigger on what's going on in your body. You can tell what's happening based on the color, based on the crevices, whether it's dry or not. There's also a proper proper resting position that can improve breathing, chewing, swallowing, speech. And if you catch it early enough and do exercises, it might even prevent your kids from having braces or the CPAP machine, keeping them healthier for life. That's Wild Tongue has an episode all of its own. I also have a YouTube channel. You can check it out. Number four, your diet. You can help control bacteria growth in your mouth by eating better. Oral bacteria and plaque feed on the sugar that we feed. And it's a byproduct that weakens the surface of the enamel. The enamel is the hardest surface of the body. And foods that are high in acids like citrus, tomatoes, lemons, vinegar directly impact the enamel and weaken that surface, making teeth more susceptible to damage. Foods high in starch like potato chips, bread, pasta, break down the tiny particles, lodging themselves in between the hardest to reach areas. And that's what the bacteria feeds on. And drinking sugary sodas and coffee can stain and discolor your teeth also contributing to cavities. Maintaining oral health and brushing two times a day, once in the morning, once at night, help keep the bacteria and acids under control. So number five is making sure you get the right nutrients. Oral health isn't just about brushing and flossing and avoiding bad foods. It's about making healthy choices and making the right ones. Nutrients that impact the strength and longevity of your teeth and gums like calcium, vitamin A, vitamin B, C, D, phosphorus, antioxidants, omega-3 fatty acids. Be sure to get enough rich whole foods and supplements that are top-notch. Minerals and products will ensure that your teeth are going to stay healthy. Number six, products. Not all dental products are created equal, and it's proven that toothpaste and mouthwash can be helpful in preventing cavities, but one product is not right for everyone. And you may need these products to keep your health your mouth healthy between dental visits, looking for products that are ingredients that work for you and are recommended by dental professionals. Certain toothpastes give me mouth sores. Mouth rinses that have alcohol in it are not recommended for people with dry mouth because it will help dry your mouth out more. So water is a really good thing for people with dry mouth because it has a neutral pH and it also has all of good things that you need. Our bodies are 70% water, so the more water that you can take in, it's free, and it does good things. It helps stimulate your saliva, but if you struggle to brush and floss on a regular basis, products that you choose are going to be helpful and beneficial. For those of you that stick to a routine, products can help prevent gingivitis and cavities and also help reduce the harmful bacteria that irritate and affect your gums. But using products are not enough unless you're consistent with what you do with brushing and flossing. Number seven, controlling the pH of your mouth. So what is pH? pH is the potential of hydrogen. 
or the power of hydrogen. pH is the chemical level of acidity versus alkalinity, zero being the most acidic and 14 being the most alkaline. Seven is the perfect balance between the two ends of the spectrum. And again, pure water has a pH balance of seven. And that's another reason water is really good for our bodies. So how does pH relate to your oral health? Testing your pH is a diagnostic tool, and it's a window into your oral health. Your mouth, like the rest of your body, requires balance. When acidic foods and beverages are consumed, the pH is tipped, creating an imbalance that demineralizes tooth enamel, and it can change the bone density and your overall health. This happens when the pH levels of the mouth drop below 5.5. If you're doing the right steps and you're still getting cavities when you go to the dentist, pH could be the problem. So why test your pH? The simple answer is to help identify whether you're acidic or alkaline and the conditions in your mouth, what is causing, what is happening in your mouth. The pH level is important because acidic environment can wreak havoc and literally cause bacteria to turn to tooth decay because the acids in your mouth are not being disrupted and you're not balancing them out. It might also explain why some members of the families get cavities and some don't even though you're brushing and eating the same thing. The acidic levels in your mouth can be higher and that's what's causing it. The good news, pH is a simple, easy, quick saliva test, non-invasive that can identify what's going on and whether you have acids in your mouth and then you can figure out what to do with that. It's recommended you test the levels at different times of the day and at least for a 30-day period if you're experiencing a lot of cavities so you know what foods you're eating that are causing it and what types of the day you are having a lower pH that's causing the problem. So I have a blog and a course on this, um, the magic of pH testing. So it's something that you can look further into or you can go to YouTube and I have a video on that. So the next thing is whitening. Everyone wants white teeth. Did you know teeth aren't even white? Each person has a unique specific cover of their teeth, meaning that one person's white might not be achievable for another person. So teeth range from white, off-white, yellow, gray, even brown. No matter how much you take care of them, as you age, the inner part of the tooth called the dentin thickens, and the outer part of the tooth called the enamel is translucent. So whatever the inner tooth is, is what appears on the outer tooth. So whitening and bleaching will work for the outer layer of the teeth. But sometimes, no matter what you do, you can't get them as white as somebody else's teeth. So there are several products you can use that are over the counter. Um, if you go to my website, I have a whitening toothpaste, or you can visit your dentist and have a stronger product that will work for you depending on what's happening. So that brings us to number nine, seeing your dentist. It's the standard of care to visit your dentist twice a year. And brushing and flossing is what you do in between, but sometimes that's not enough. At some point, bacterial growth and bacteria and plaque cling to the surface of the teeth and become thicker. And as they harden, they turn into what's called calculus, which needs to be scraped off. When it's time to call your dental professional and see a dentist, it's time to get that buildup taken off, and you may need to go more than twice a year. If you have periodontal measurements greater than three, bleeding on probing, and actual bone loss on the x-rays, you may quite require more than a standard cleaning, and that's called a deep cleaning, and that's why being consistent can make a difference, so you don't have to have a deep cleaning. Dental disease is silent. Most people don't even know when they have it, so if you haven't been to the dentist in a long time, it's good to know your numbers and know the health of your mouth. That brings us to number 10, 
being your own healthcare advocate, taking control of your oral health habits along with your family's oral health habits sets you up for success for a lifetime. You need to know what you want, and it's important to know before choosing a dentist or going to the dentist. What's important to you? Is it time, price? Do they cover your insurance? Are you afraid of going to the dentist? Do you have fear of something other than the dentist? Do you want a natural approach? Do you want an old school approach? Would you like a corporate setting? Do you want a dentist that has a nitrous oxide gas if you require dental work? Do you have a child that has special concerns? If you know what you want, then you can find a dentist that's a good fit even before you make an appointment, making your appointments easier and reducing the fear. It's also recommended that you always follow your instincts in a situation. So these are 10 simple things you can do to have a healthier smile. What did we discuss today? Brushing, flossing, brushing your tongue, your diet, getting the proper nutrients, products you can use, controlling the pH of your mouth, whitening, seeing your dentist, and being your own healthcare advocate. There's no time like the present to take control of your oral health and ensure that your teeth are beautiful, healthy, and strong for years to come. If you have any questions or you'd like information on how to help your family with oral health, please contact www.dentalhygiene411.com for more information. We'll be more than happy to help where you can. If you prefer to speak to me, we provide a 15-minute consultation free if you go to www.dentalhygiene411, that's where you can get the link. Our goal is to help you have a healthy smile, a healthy body, and a healthy life. If you'd like one of the Burst toothbrushes, you can go to www.burstoralcare.com, promo code 5ZMZBR. So I have a blog on dentalhygiene411.com, and I also have a YouTube channel, Dental Hygiene 411. You can get more information about any of the things that we discussed more in depth. This was just a simple overview of the 10 simple steps to a healthy mouth. You can also join the Healthy Mouth Movement on Facebook or Dental Hygiene 411 on Instagram. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Healthy Mouth Movement. Together, we can reduce dental disease. Yes, it is a disease. Cavities, gum disease, and gingivitis are all preventable, but only by you at home. Together, we can engage our kids and create good oral health habits because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life.